The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. Appreciate you stopping by. Jeremy Dice from First Policy Institute. We'll be on bottom of the hour, and, and we talk about these cases that are in the Supreme Court now, about censorship from the government, censorship from online companies, censorship from search engines, and so on. And uh, very, very important results with, that will change how you do online stuff. Now, you might not be in the technical stuff like I am. You might not be into that. You might not care as much. You might not talk about it as much, but somehow you're going to be affected by it. If you use a computer or a smartphone, you do a search utility, you do a Google Maps, you do anything that's YouTube. I mean, these things will all be affected somehow, and hopefully the, the end result is going to be more free speech. By the way, what's that, Carrie? Yes, I'm getting closer to 100,000 on YouTube. Thank you for asking. Um, um, I what? didn't. I did not. Pretty sure during the no. break you were like, hey, what's going on with YouTube? No, no. <laughs> I probably would never ask you that. Probably so. not. Only only a friend would ask no. that. So what oh. I what I what huh. what what does that, that mean? Hurts. So that um hurts. so YouTube is almost at ninety thousand. So what does that mean? Ten thousand more, and I make these people make me a plaque. Mm. Isn't that what everybody in America wants for me to get a plaque from YouTube? No, they don't I think want that's that. That's what you want. That is chocolate yes. voice, by the way. Yes, I call her a very nice compliment. Her name chocolate voice treats me like crap. That's Polo. <laughs> That would be Sam getting it done every single time. Um, so we're close, and I'm going to keep on pushing this because I think that the, qual- the quality of the content, I think, is worth it. Now, when I say worth it, you might say, well, what do you mean worth it? Right, here, That's probably the next logical question. Why is it worth exactly. it? Exactly. Why is it worth it, Because it's free. It's not worth free? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's not like absolutely. I'm saying you pay $30 to go subscribe. It's free. <laughs> it's so worth it. It is worth every it, dime. Yep, so go there. Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W, and go and just subscribe. You know that you're on YouTube anyway. You're a liar. You lie if you say you're not on YouTube. You know you are. So when you're there, Joe Talk Show, hey, look at this stupid video he did. Boom, click the subscribe button. And your bank account's not going to change. I don't even want you to sign up. You don't have to say your name. I don't even know who you are. Just press it. We want to make them send me a plaque. Carrie, isn't that the goal? Yes, sending you a plaque yes. should be everyone's goal. Yeah. <laughs> Wanting you to have a plaque. You're so full Absolutely. Of crap. Just stop yes. It. yes. Yes. It, it should is so be important. Mike, I need that. Getting you a plaque should be everybody's goal. I want that. <laughs> I want that soundbite. So go there. It's Joe Talk Show. It's also Joe Talk Show on X. We do a lot of spaces there. X, as far as monetization, is never going to work for me. So if you want to go follow and see the stuff that we post and, and the, the promotional stuff or listen to some of the X spaces, that's how you do that. It's also Joe Talk Show over on Instagram. We're at 320 something thousand over on Instagram. And uh, it's Joe Pags just about everywhere else, on TikTok, on, on, on Truth, on uh, Clapper, you run any of those sites. But let's push to make them give me, let me, let me check the numbers. As we, the last time I checked mm. the numbers over there, I think that it was 89,000, like 600. So let's see what's happened since. 89,685. So we got 85 hey. uh, more, more, more people <laughs> who paid That's nothing awesome. for free content. All right. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. want to hear from you. Jeremy Dice on this program, free speech online. It's going to be an issue that will affect you in some form or fashion. Plus, we've got the Michigan primary today. Carrie, do we have anything on the Michigan primary yet? Well, we've got a little bit. I guess Michigan, uh, depending on where you live, it's in a different time zone. So some polls closed nine minutes ago. The rest are going to be closing in about 50 minutes. But what we have right now is 2% is in at this time. 
Donald Trump, 59.1%. Nikki Haley, 36.1%. Okay. A um, couple of things. Lived in Michigan a long time. This is the first I've ever heard that there are two time zones in Michigan. And I know that there are in Indiana, but in Michigan, it's That's Eastern so weird, time. I, this is what unless CNN's it's the UP. Me. Unless it's the UP. The Upper oh. Peninsula may because it, it extends further west, but Michigan, it, it, it's so Eastern time zone in Michigan that huh. in the summertime, it's still light at like 1030 at night. Oh, so wow. it almost okay. should be central time, but it's not. And uh, hmm. the, the majority, is, at least the mitten, is all uh, Eastern time. But but maybe look that up. And do me a favor, don't, don't play any Fox News UP. stuff. Is it really the UP? It is, yeah. Is it like Menominee? Is Menominee in central time? <laughs> it's, it's some little some little town somewhere in Michigan in the UP. Is it is it like half the UP or just the just like the last part? What is it, Sam? It's just like the little part that is touching uh, Wisconsin. Really? They couldn't give yep, that to Eastern right. Time? You had to play the game? You know the what I mean? The there. So, so Carrie, all the big populist areas uh, or populated areas are going to be in, in uh, Eastern Time. So I wonder okay. why. I mean, it must be one little town or something right there oh. by, by Wisconsin that must be Central Time. So, I mean, the numbers so far are pretty much, what, 55 to 35, something like that? Yeah, right now it's 61 to 34 at this all time. Right. Oh, oh, wait, wait, breaking news, Nikki Haley. I'm never dropping out. Well, no, wait, she didn't say that. I'm just <laughs> assuming what she's going to say tonight. I don't care uh-huh. if it's 2026. I'm still in this race. I'm in for good until every vote is counted. Um, so that's the latest out of Michigan. It should be an easy win on the Republican side for Donald Trump. It'll be an easy win for, for uh, Joe Biden as well. So uh, some good stuff there. Do we want to go? Uh, I, I never heard of this presidential candidate. And, and I maybe, hadn't either. And listen, we do this for a living. So uh, where did this guy come from and why is this... Maybe the better question is, why is this a news story that he's dropping out? I know. This is from Fox News. Republican presidential candidate Ryan Binkley dropped out of the race on Tuesday and immediately Binkley's out? Get out of here, Binkley. Binkley is out. And he has endorsed former President Trump. Today, I am suspending my campaign for the presidency of the United States of America and offering my endorsement and unwavering support for President Trump, Binkley wrote on X. And Binkley, a Texas pastor and businessman turned presidential candidate, thanked his family, friends, campaign team. He has more than 80,000 financial supporters and hundreds of volunteers. Hold on, bringing him up. Ryan Binkley. That is the first time I've ever heard. I cannot believe Binkley's a bust. Binkley's out? Binkley's out, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at him. Looks like he could be a younger Rick Perry, to be honest. A little bit, yeah. Ryan Binkley, U.S. presidential. Yeah, he does. U.S. presidential candidate, Republican CEO, co-founder, generational group, and senior pastor of Create Church based in Dallas, Texas. Got a huge following, 3,000 people following over on the X, so, you know. Mm, well, he's from Texas. I still haven't heard from about him. Well, you know why he's out? Because he did not follow me. Oh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Uh, Binkley dropped a video a few days ago. Uh, do we call uh, him the Binkster? What do we call this guy? Uh, why not? The Binkster. Sam, uh, Sam like are it. you familiar with Binkley? Uh, Binkley, no. Did, did they ever hit us up to come on the show? No. Well, I mean, he didn't even try then, I guess. There's 16 stations in Texas, my God. Let, let's hear from the Binkster. Hello, this is Ryan Binkley. I want to send out a quick message, really, to everybody in South Carolina as the election is tomorrow for the primary, and the Republican primary, as well as to everybody coming up with Super Tuesday. All these states are coming up now. Many of you have not heard much of our campaign. Uh, we missed the first debate. So I wanted to share with you a few things that I stand for. <laughs> 
we missed the race. He acts like he, he was just late to, to the arena. He missed well, the first event. Meet the qualifications, <laughs> because, I'm guessing. Because nobody knew you were you in. Or who I am. Late. So you can learn, learn a little bit more about who I am and then uh, pray and see if this is a candidate that you would like to have as president of the United States. You know, at the end of the day, I'm running because our nation's in trouble. I'm a CEO of an investment bank. I'm also a pastor. Uh, my wife and I, Ellie, we have five kids, 13 to 23, and uh, the next generation's in trouble. It sounds like a great guy. Sounds like a nice enough guy, a good old American, good old Texan from the Dallas area. CEO, got a family, got five kids, boom, boom, boom. All right, I'm not, I'm not here to say he's not a good guy. Maybe he's a great guy. But in what world did he think that he was running for president? I don't, I don't <laughs> you know what in I mean? In this world, he did. Yeah. I, yeah. So did, did Trump say, oh, man, really, we got the binkster. We were good. Um, did he, I don't I'm guessing, believe he's commented yet. I'm guessing he that. hasn't, probably won't. Yeah. You wonder yeah. if Binkley now joins the campaign trail. Hmm. That's a possibility, I suppose. And yes, yeah, he knows what know day of the week was. it is. That that video is from the 23rd. But, I mean, uh, is there a... There's actually a link tree. There's not... I don't think there's a campaign thing. Very interesting. It just is... Uh, Kara, there are more people that we haven't heard about before? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I'm thinking I, Nikki he, Haley maybe. should get out. She's actually getting votes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't confused. know if he's been on any ballot, uh, and that we've seen. You could write in the Binkster, can't you? Primary season. I if guess I wrote in could. the Binkster, would it go to Binkley? The Binkster, yes. Write in the Binkster next time. <laughs> you know, they should write in the Binkster. <laughs> we'll get some traction. What's wrong way. with that? So, from that Texas news and national news, because I can't believe Binkley's out. Um, we go to very serious news out of Houston, and this is just, uh, in, in my opinion, a commentary to Soros DAs, to defund the police movements, to anti-law enforcement movements, and now you can't, you can't prosecute crime in Houston? Why is this? Yeah, from Fox News, the Houston Police Department suspended over 260,000 criminal cases over the past eight years due to the department's lack of personnel code, Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said on Monday. Finner initially revealed last week lack of personnel administratively suspended 4,017 cases of alleged sexual assault, but a closer examination by the department identified that the code expanded to all other divisions of the department, Finner said in an update on Monday. Across the department, about 260 64,000 incident reports were suspended with the lack of personnel code since 2016, or about 10% of the 2.8 million incident reports filed with the Houston Police Department over the past eight years, Finner said in a statement. Of the 264,000 reports, the chief said about 100,000 are property crimes. Finner said that police are stepping up efforts to review sexual assault incident reports and contact potential victims and are moving additional personnel to other investigative divisions to address any incident reports involving crimes against another person. Finner said last week he first became aware a lack of manpower was suspending some sexual assault cases in 2021 and had ordered the department to stop using the code. Fox 26 Houston reported it appeared, however, the code was still used department-wide despite the order, the chief said. I don't understand. Mm. Uh, they're using all this flowery language so that we can't understand them. But it sounds like over a quarter of a million cases that were called into police are not being investigated because they lack personnel. And of those cases, 100,000 are property crimes. Instead of saying hundred or 140,000 or 160,000 or 180,000 are crimes against other human beings, they decided to tell us 100,000 are property crimes. Am I reading that right? You are, yes. So one can make the assumption that if it's not a property property crime, it's the report of a crime 
against another person, mm-hmm. and then they they make the added statement in that story in very strange wording um, that they're going to redouble their efforts to go after and find out and investigate crimes against other humans, other people. This is in a world-class city in Texas? Yeah. And many of those crimes are sexual assault cases that, as recently as 2021, just haven't gotten any any sort of investigation at all because they lack personnel. Yep. Gary, exactly. I mean, that's what it sounds like, right? You're reading it right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and listen, we love Houston. We've been on Houston almost 20 years. We love the city. Um, I just think it's awesome. It's a great place. It's not as great as it used to be, just like New York is a great place. Not as great as it used to be. San Antonio is a great place. Not as great as it used to be. Dallas great place, not as great as it used to be, because the attack on police and law enforcement and the rule of law in this country has taken its toll. And the people who live in Houston, Texas, who used to be be able to rely on law enforcement there, can't. And they did some reported, I mean, they go back eight years? I mean, that's ridiculous. And and I, I now know why people don't feel safe. I now know why people are buying guns at a higher clip than they used to for own self-preservation and self-protection. It's pretty sick. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about law enforcement in your community. Your thoughts about the attacks on law enforcement, the attacks on, on the rule of law, the attacks on police to the point where you say defund the police, and then we're supposed to be surprised that we've got these reports coming out of once great cities like Houston that tell us they're just not doing the job anymore and they're blaming it on a lack of personnel. Sort of like in Minneapolis back in the day, just a couple of three years ago, defund the police, but why is crime higher? Well, because you were defunding the police. You know, it, it, every, every, every action has an equal or even bigger reaction when it comes to law enforcement, period. And you now have communities where criminals are emboldened, they're not going to ever be caught, property crimes just by the reading of that story which was which was written very weirdly. Property crimes aren't even that's not even something we look at anymore. Eh, steal whatever property you want, but if it's against another human being, maybe we'll take a longer look at it. That's it's all very strange. And, and I guess the simple extension to that question would have to be, can we fix it? And, and I want to hear from people. Eight 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 nine four one Pags, JoePags.com. Jeremy Dice at the bottom, by the way. Let me tell you the meantime about Eden Pure. The Thunderstorm air purifier gets the job done. Doesn't take up a bunch of floor space. Doesn't have a big long cord you're going to trip over. It doesn't, it doesn't cost you tons and tons of money. It plugs right into the outlet. It's got um, proven oxy technology, quickly destroying viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. Over 375,000 units have been sold, so you've got to get yourself some of these right now. Any smell is going to vanish after a few seconds with the thunderstorm being plugged in. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again. That saves you a bunch of money as well. Start enjoying your home again. Get a bunch of these thunderstorms. And right now you can save a bunch of money. $200 off on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. So go to the website right now, EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3. And we're back after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. Jeremy Dice at the bottom of the hour. He's going to talk about the, the Supreme Court cases that are going on when it comes to free speech online and what the online purveyors are actually doing when you go and look for stuff and when you want to post something and, and Google something and everything else. It's a really great conversation. Lots of great information. Just got an email from a guy in Michigan that asked an interesting question. Then looked over at my call screener and I've got D who's in Cadillac, Michigan, asking the same question or making the same statement. So let's do that. D what's going on. Hi. Hi. So I brought my 13 year old into the battle box because I wanted to teach him. Yes. And I thought I would see two names. There were seven or more. I don't know. I should have taken a picture. Right. Go ahead. Okay. She's listening to herself on the radio. D, I appreciate you calling in. Let me explain the, the whole process for the primary. Here's the process. You go there and you get to vote for who you want to vote for. And then what D's point is, is very clear. D... Uh, went there expecting to see Joe Biden and Donald Trump, or, or actually on the Republican side, Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. So she goes there, and is going to teach her 13-year-old about voting, and was stunned to find out that there's Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis. I mean, down the list, you got seven people to choose from. And, and it's very simple as to why that is. The date required to get yourself on the ballot and the requirements for votes and whatever else to get you on the ballot is way before the primaries because the ballots have to be made. The machines have to be ready to go and everything's got to be done. And they're not going to start taking people off of the ballot because they've dropped out of the race. In fact, what people generally do is they suspend their, their campaign. So even though the campaign is suspended, they're still running for president until the convention happens and somebody's chosen as the nominee. So they didn't really drop out as much as they suspended their campaign in case they have to jump back in. So because they meet, they met the requirements by date and by whatever standard that you have, they're on the ballot. And individual states are not going to go back through and delete them from the ballot because they have suspended their campaigns. Now, if they fully dropped out, I'm guessing on the electronic machines anyway, they would have tried to remove them, but none of them have really dropped out. They've all just suspended their campaigns, and hopefully that's a that's a good answer for you. It's a decent question because in the lead-up to any nominating process in a convention for Democrats or Republicans, you've got a billion different people who are running. I mean, the, the Bingster, we didn't even know that he was running, for God's sakes. You know, he, he, he might have been on the ballot somewhere as well. I don't know if he made any ballots, but if you may meet the requirements, get on the ballot, if you have the required number of votes, the required percentage or whatever it is, and get your paperwork in on time, you're going to be on the ballot. That's why the whole argument about Trump being on or off of ballots was one that was brought up because, um, and, and even with rulings against him, they said he still has to be on the ballot until the Supreme Court uh, rules on this if he appeals. Th- this is just the way the process works. This isn't anything to do with November. By November, there will be there will be two people from the main parties, Republican and Democrat. It'll be Biden. It'll be Trump. Maybe a third party if, if he has enough votes. And I forget what the percentage is. I think at one point it was 3% to be on there. But uh, yeah, you're not going to see them disappear because they suspended their campaigns. Good question, D. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show.